What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Playing Rotation Podcast. It's your host, CJ Longboy, joined with two of my really good friends, Jack Calhoun and Ryan Eisendrath. Today is September 29th, Tuesday. Also our very first, very first episode, but also our very first Top 5 Tuesday episode. Um, so yeah, guys, how was your uh, weekend? How's everything going up in North, Ryan? Dude, everything's going good. Uh, was that, Went to the beach on Saturday, got some sunshine, hung out with the boys uh unfortunately napa county is on fire again fire started at like 4 30 in the morning which is kind of kind of interesting it's also really sad because um kind of all the wildfires up here seem to be under control and now there's another really bad one about half hour well the county that's about a half hour to 45 minutes away from me is just got evacuated so oh man yeah but uh other than that I gotta ask though, like, what are the what's the difference between the beaches up north and the beaches down south in, in Dude, SoCal versus NorCal? They're so different. The beaches where I am are different. The water's a lot colder. I figured, uh, yeah. I think it. I think it really depends what beach you go to. Because like, I was down in Santa Cruz, which is mm-hmm. a little bit south, or it's like okay. a lot more south, and those are more similar to the beaches, you know, down in Orange County and stuff um i mean the water's still a little bit colder but like they're big sandy areas and it's it's similar but um the ones that's been the the ones up by me don't don't really feel like like the beaches that we grew up with i guess that makes sense i mean it's good you're explaining your your beach ride well like for example like there's a beach um i've been there once oh what's it called I, i forget the name of it but like there's like one very small area of sand and the rest is like a grass like area that leads up to the water and you people just kind of lay it's like it almost feels like a park with like the bay rolling into it or something like it's kind of weird it's kind of cool vibes but people like fish and stuff there so very different Um, yeah so it's the part some beaches are very different some beaches are like santa cruz and like all down there it's like identical but i don't know meanwhile (laughs) meanwhile down south uh jack calhoun and i working on our golf games i could slowly see actually see uh jack evolving into He's getting addicted. Let me just say that. This guy wants to buy golf gloves, investing in a golf bag. <laughs> His swing's actually super nice. Like he got, he told Jack, tell me about your clubs and where you got them in. Oh, yes, of course. So one day. Hey, Jack, you bought new clubs? Oh, uh, wait until you hear. Um, <laughs> kind of. You kind of bought it. One day my friend and I were like, hey, what do we, what do we want to do this day today? And we decided, let's go, let's go uh, hit at the range, but we didn't have any clubs. So what do we do? We went to Goodwill. and we found clubs like for five bucks each and we got three we got like three clubs and they work i got a nine iron and i got a three yeah two threes actually Um, well my friend got a three my friend got a three as well but we shared Uh the nine between us so we got those three clubs and so he spent like 15 20 bucks on three clubs what's the quality of the clubs they work. Are they beat up? Are they beat up? Yeah, they work. They're, Let me they're, say, they're, 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 they're a little beaten up. One of them has a pretty big uh, dent in it, to be honest. But, I mean, it works. I can hit the ball. Um, do I hit it straight? No. I've never been able to hit it straight. So does it, Well, I mean, I, I shouldn't say never. I hit it straight sometimes. But most of the time, I hook it off to the right. Um, but I'm learning. I'm learning. I use all my arms in my swing. I got to learn how to use my hips a little bit it's more. It's all the hips. I've got it. It is. From Finland national golf players, uh, shout out oh. Petra Salko. It's all it's all in the 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 hip 
The hips have a big oh. part of it, I guess. I don't know. It yeah. does. The, the hips are not, I'm not good at golf yet. Yeah. So. No, I read this. Not. I read this tweet that was like all most 20, 20 year old males are like have a sudden golf addiction, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I'm being, I mean, being attacked right, right now. now. <laughs> when you want to get into business, you kind of have. It's, a, it's to. like not even a sport. It's like a it's like a life skill at times. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like me, I've been golfing all summer, so um, yeah. It's like, How, how's this swing? Well, How's I mean, swing looking? Well, like, I golfed. I golfed yesterday with Jack. I golfed yesterday with Jack. Right. And I was and actually hitting it straight. I was hitting it pretty far. Um, and I said, okay, Jack wanted the Jack was like actually the one who hit me up and he said, let's go today. So then I, I'm like, ah, all right, dude, I could not get the ball off the ground. I was just ground balls back to the pitcher every single time. And like, we, we go to a range where it's not just like where you can just screw around. It's one of those ranges where, you know, like they're actual like retired people who are actually working on their game. And I just can see them looking at me like this guy is just out here. Just hitting it right back, <laughs> right back up to the mound. It's, it was pretty embarrassing, but you know, there's some people. So, so a little bit more time before it. you start playing nine or 18. No, I have played nine. I have played 18, but I just, today I just realized like I can't play back to backs. <laughs> Call me I've later. I can't actual, play back to backs. I've never played an actual game. I've only gone to the, to the range. Are you guys sore? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. But I don't know. Sometimes you get I'm sore fine. after you go hit golf. Psychologically, ball. psychologically. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't repeat what I just did today. It's pretty embarrassing. I knew we to get, a, I need to get a glove though. You know, my hand, my hands slip in a little bit. There were a few times where, you know, I was like, I was botching it big time, you know? Yeah. But, All right. Well today, today let's get into our, our main topic. Today is, uh, like I said, Tuesday, September 29th. And it's actually our very first segment. Uh, we're going to try to t- try and do this thing every other week called top five Tuesday, where we just, you know, I think everything in sports nowadays is pretty much ranked. <laughs> so we want to put everything. We want to put, you know, a top five list on whatever we can in sports, whatever we can in life. And today's our very first one. So um, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing a lot of NFL and NBA today, and also some music. So let's just get get right into it. Um, Ryan, let's start off with you. Um, we asked you to rank your top five NFL quarterbacks and you're going to give it to us and we're going to argue afterwards. So let's hear it. All right. Here I get, uh, here I go. Top five QBs through week three. Start with, start with number five. Start with number five. Number five. I got Josh Allen. He's got 10 touchdowns, one interception. He does have three fumbles. So a little turnover prone, but he's also got 84 rush yards and two TDs. And you know what? As a quarterback of a team, you got to be a leader, and ultimately, you got to win football games. And they're three and zero. So okay, okay. Josh Allen, number four. I've got an, in my opinion, an unimpressive Lamar Jackson so far. His game last night was was honestly just. I mean, it, it didn't look like Lamar Jackson. Um, I put him at four because he's only got five TD passes and he's got a fumble. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. he's got 182 rush yards, but they're two and one. And and from what I saw last night, honestly, it just um, I wasn't I, I really wasn't thoroughly impressed. Um, all right, so coming in at number three, we got unfortunately Aaron Rodgers. Um, this man is going <laughs> off throwing to receivers that were undrafted people you've probably never heard of if you're not like a big NFL fan. Um, but he's got nine TDs and zero, zero picks so far. Um, 
He's only got 26 rush yards, but he's not really, you know, he's not really a, a runner. Um, mm-hmm. But the pack are three and zero, and and the offense is putting up like 30 points or more a game. So th- th- unfortunately, they're looking good. Not as good as my Bears, but uh, they're looking good. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't tell me you our Bears. Nick Remember our Bears. Bears. Yes, that's right, Jack. Our Bears. That's right. Yes. Uh, number two, my boy Patty Mahomes. Uh, he is absolutely falling out, uh, nine TDs, no interceptions. He's got 80 rush yards and a rushing TD so far. Uh, and the chiefs are three and oh, um, if you guys watched them on last night, he absolutely destroyed a very good Ravens defense. Four tutties. Um, and he, I mean, fantasy wise, just got thrown in there. I think he put up like 48 points in some leagues. Um, so yeah, he's, I mean, he's the second best quarterback so far. And it's a very, very close race, but I got to put Russell Wilson at number one. My team TD passes in three games and only one interception. And if we're being real, that interception literally bounced right off of Greg Olson's hands, right into the defendant. It was not Russ's fault. He's got 90 rush yards and they're three and Oh, and they've beaten two very good football teams. So I got Russ at number one, Mahomes at number two, Rodgers at three, Jackson at four, and Josh Allen at five. I was very close uh, putting Josh I Allen at four, but okay, that's that's where I'm going. I'm going so far. I got to give Lamar the benefit of the doubt, reigning MVP. Um, so yeah, what are you guys' thoughts there? I mean, I like. I think honestly, I think you put together. A fire I mean, list. Perfect list. <laughs> I, I appreciate no that. I, it's I really uh, good. Uh, I, I mean, I think, cute. I think, you know, I think a lot of people were, you know, worried about, because Mahomes had kind of got off to a quiet start. They had a, they ran the ball a lot week one um, against Houston. And then week two, they had a hard time with the Chargers, but they had a pretty big game coming up, longer week. Um, Yeah. So I would say he's a uh, number three. I mean, top Wait, who'd you have? Mahomes uh, two? So he's at number two. So okay, yeah, I think yesterday, I think yesterday's game solidified. Um, yeah, I mean, that he is still top top two in the league for sure. Yeah, maybe the only thing I would say, I don't know about Jackson. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Do you think he, he I, can I go higher or lower? Lower. I mean, no. Wait, wait. He's at number four. Right, there's like a dispute. Like he's number four. I'd put him like five. Like. So, so like five or six or seven or something like that. Yeah, something around there. Just because I don't know. I mean, I mean, like you said, unimpressive. I I'm gonna. So, I mean, I agree with you. I think I was very unimpressed with him last night. But take away last night's game, he still has five touchdowns um, and he still has 182 rush yards. And he really, I mean, a big part of his game is the is the run game. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's only been three weeks, so we got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Reigning MVP, they're still two and one. The Chiefs, Super Bowl defending champs. Like, yeah. Um, I, I, I agree, think, I agree yeah. with you, Jack, because I was very close. I was, you know, thinking about not putting him on there, putting him at number five. But I mean, this, this, what I, this, what I came up with so far. So I just think like Lamar, he's, he's, I think yesterday he looked very, Contained. I think Kansas City did a really good job keeping him in the pocket. He took some pretty bad sacks. Um, they tackled him really well in the backfield. Um, yeah, I mean, I just got to say, Russ and Aaron Rodgers, man, top two quarterbacks in the league, in my opinion, actually. I would probably go Russ, number one, Rodgers, number two, just in my opinion. I just think 
I think they're very similar. Actually, with Russ, they're Pete Carroll's just letting Russ finally air the ball out to Dude, Russ is his cooking guys. right now. Yeah, that's the that's the saying in fantasy and in just in football. Let Russ cook, and man, he's he's <laughs> there. Okay, this is like not a good metric, but um, statistically, they're saying he's going to be the best fantasy quarterback ever if he keeps it up. He's on pace to be that. So, I mean, if that's any indication, is, can I think he's going to be the MVP this year. That's just my opinion. I mean, uh, fantasy is on a. Oh, no, sorry. I was just going to add fantasy is like predicated on stats. And so like, his, I mean, I mean stats, numbers it, don't lie, that, numbers don't lie baby. Like, I, wouldn't, but, uh, I wouldn't say that that's a bad take because like it directly correlates. Yeah. But I would also Mark, say Rogers yeah. is also similar to Russ in that he's pissed off. He's kind of mad that they drafted a backup quarterback and he's still got two years under him and people were knocking on him saying, oh, they need to give him more receivers and they didn't. So Russ is making Marquez Valdez Scantling and Alan Lazard and make them look like pro bowlers. So, um, yeah, I would say, you know, I would say Rogers is, is up there. Number one, two with, uh, with Russ for sure. Um, I think one name that you kind of left off, I mean, Josh Allen is good, but one name that I think you, you kind of left off was Kyler. I think Kyler is a dark horse MVP in my, in my opinion, if he would have won on Sunday, I think I'd have the Cardinals as like a top, top 10 team, but, uh, couldn't get it done against the Lions, which is concerning. But Kyler's up there. I think Kyler's flirting with top five. Him and Josh are um, having kind of similar seasons. And I would I mm, so, so this is this is where this is where I disagree with you. And I'm just gonna say because I I, I think Kyler is a top ten quarterback, but Kyler mm-hmm. only has five TD passes and four picks. Okay, and he did have also, a he did have a, a number of picks on Sunday, and they're also two and one, not three and zero, oh, and that's a big factor. Yeah, in being a quarterback. Josh Allen is like really good, like really exciting. Um, I'm a Rams fan, so I saw him like just find Cole Beasley in the middle but of the field, fifteen yards on the field, and I'm just going to go in. Oh, okay, let's. Oh, no, oh, Jack, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, in like a few weeks when we do do this again, there's going to be somebody else that will take that number one spot, and he plays for the Bears. <laughs> No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Nick Foles. Bears uh, to the Super Bowl confirmed. I'm telling you. I, but I, I, agree, say, uh, I agree like with Jack in the sense of I can see this list getting definitely mixed around in a couple weeks. Like Kyler definitely is a dark horse MVP, but right now he's not he's not cutting the list. And who knows? Nick Foles, dude. Nick Foles could crack the list. He's, I think if I they, think if they like keep Bears are three and zero, so if they keep winning, I think three weeks. I think yes, Nick sir. Will probably be like arguable, like be in the argument for like a four or five spot. Okay, if I think if point, the I think Bears point, are if they do, winning, if they do, if they do, but you know, at this point, if if Wilson and and um, Aaron Rodgers and you know Mahomes continue to do what they do. Like no one's going to touch them right now. Like those are going to be the top three. Like hands down. I don't think anybody else will be touching them. But yeah, that's just kind of like my take on that. I would say like if you were to break it into MVP voting, I would say um, your one, two, three, and five are definitely and Lamar. Lamar's a former MVP as of last year, so um, yeah, I think they're all still MVP consideration. But I think right now, I think the one, two, three, and five that you listed are probably leading the race so yeah just good points that was a really good list ryan uh, it was really, no, job, really ryan. no need to argue <laughs> appreciate that <laughs> allow we me can. to begin allow me yeah. to begin the uh the yelling and go. shouting Sorry. all right so here's where we start to get controversial uh i'm going to be covering the top five nfl teams up to week three 
at number five, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, both Ryan and Jack right now are looking at me, looking at me crazy as we speak. But uh, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are back. They got the best defense in the league. One of the defenses that you can name every single player, um, or you can name close to every single player on that starting defense. Um, name Big them. Ben is back. Nah, nah, <laughs> we don't have time for that. <laughs> Big Ben is back. Juju Juju Smith Schuster is a receiver one. Um, yeah, I just think they're the best team in that division, and I think uh, uh, they're going to overtake Baltimore. At number four, at number four though, I have Baltimore. The Baltimore Ravens uh, took a hit last night, but if they were to beat Kansas City on Monday Night Football, I think they would flirt with the number one spot. Um, they still hang a lot of points. They hung a lot of points on thirty-eight points on Cleveland. They scored uh, thirty-three against Houston. So that offense is still working. That offense is still pretty dynamic. Um, I think they'll figure out the defense. I mean, I think they'll figure out the run game. Uh, defense is still solid. Uh, yeah, and Baltimore, number four. At number three, I have the Green Bay Packers. Uh, like I said in Ryan's segment, I think if Green Bay just allows Aaron Rodgers to just cook everybody and make his teammates look good, I think they're pretty unstoppable. They score a lot of points, 42 points, 43 against Minnesota week one, 42 against the Lions week two, 37 against the Saints on Sunday Night Football week three. Offense looks pretty unstoppable. They got one of the best quarterbacks of all time, talent-wise. Let's see how they do as as the season goes forward. Number two, I got my team, my boys, the Seattle Seahawks. Let me hear it. I thought you were about to say Rams. I was about to lose it. (laughs) Okay, don't say my boys. They aren't your boys. My other boys, the Seattle Seahawks. My second favorite team, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, They letting Russ cook just like they're letting Aaron Rodgers cook in Green Bay. Uh, Defense is... Allowing a lot of points, but they'll figure it out. I mean, I think Russ uh, unleashing Russell Wilson is gonna, you know, they make them a Super Bowl contender for sure. Um, I'm excited what they can see, what they can do as the season goes on. Number one, I think uh, last night kind of solidified it. Um, they reminded everybody how good they really are. The Kansas City Chiefs had a, you know, kind of was kind of quiet in Week One. Um, Patrick Mahomes ran the ball to Clyde a lot. They give the ball to Clyde a lot week one. Week two, they had a scare with uh, an overtime game with the Chargers. Ended up taking care of that game. But whenever you play, you know, a marquee matchup like Kansas City and Baltimore, um, you get to really see, like, who's who's got it, who's got the championship DNA. And Kansas City still has that. Patrick Mahomes is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league, top three for sure, like Ryan just mentioned. Um, yeah, it's hard to hard to put anybody above them right now. So... That's my list. I want to hear you guys yell and argue with me right now. So, oh, go ahead. No, you. So, you, you guys are Bears fan. I forgot. Jack, you, you want to go first for me? Uh, it it doesn't matter. You want me to just? I just want to say, hey, go for Steelers. It. Oh, <laughs> you you argue with the Steelers? They are three. What? I know they're three and zero, oh, but here's here is my yeah. here is my uh, here is my drawback with the Steelers. They really didn't play, um, very good. You know, very good matchups these first three weeks. They played New York, who's probably the worst team in the league, uh, the New York Giants. Number, and they played Houston last week. And they played Denver with a back, like a backup quarterback. Oh, they played, the yeah, they played Denver last week, and then they just played Houston. Um, so, I mean, but you know, like the, the saying still stands: defense wins championships. They got one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah, but uh, it's like I think I so held Saquon Barkley to six yards week one. So. 
I think there's something to say about teams finding ways to win because the Steelers are very similar in the Bears situation where like they ne- they they haven't necessarily come out and just like dominated a team and like made you be like yeah like they they won that game like the Bears are three and zero and like fourth quarter comeback Bears are some of the best football I've <laughs> ever seen but like one hundred percent. I, I personally, probably a little biasedly, would put the Bears over the Steelers. Oh, over Pittsburgh. Interesting. At number five, I think with Nick Foles coming in, that offense completely changes. And um, I think that their defense, honestly, is just as good as Pittsburgh's. I, I don't I don't know. I that's I, It could be biased. I, that could we be biased. Fake, but I think you're just a Chicago Bears fan is what it sounds yeah. like. So <laughs> I would put them at five. Um Buffalo is also. I also think. Well, you put Ravens. It's it's. This is a tough list because this is so controversial. Because like, Seattle at number two, like yeah, they're undefeated, but they barely beat Dallas. Um, I think they barely they barely beat New England. Um, (laughs) so it's kind of like a lot of these three and O teams right now, except for the Chiefs, are like. They're finding they're all, they're all pretty close. They're, they're all pretty close. close. I mean, it's like, so early in the season. So I, I don't necessarily disagree with your list, honestly. I think there could be a few tweaks, but like I think it's also like you said, it's so you, early. you didn't say anything stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't <laughs> any ridiculous takes in there. I mean the Bills could be in there at number five as yeah. well. I left the Bills uh, off uh, solely because, I, you know, I mean they almost blew they almost lost, points. they almost blew a twenty eight yeah. to three lead to the LA Rams. So uh, yeah, I think the real good teams right now, I think the teams that I kind of listed are the teams that can kind of keep a team down. Uh, they, you know, they, you know, they they can really play a game for 60 minutes, can really keep a team down. Um, I think it's yeah, undisputed just, that the Chiefs are number one. Yeah, undisputed. I just think last night they kind of just solidified. Like, yeah. like whenever you have a, a marquee matchup like that, like I said, you know, the better team's going to rise up and, and show up. And they had a really bad game week. I heard I heard a statistic actually by an announcer and it was saying that they've seen more points by away teams this season than they have in past. And, you know, that could play a factor in like fans not being there. Yeah. Um, which might play a factor later in the season. If I think, but you still got to consider, you still have to consider the fact that they have to travel, right? There's no, no, traveling. But they're still they they have like another obstacle, one more obstacle than the home team. They have to actually get a hop on a plane, you know, stay in a yeah. hotel and play another team from um, from another city. And the way road teams are still still beating them, which is or scoring more points at least, which is pretty uh pretty it's impressive. I would think. Yeah, yeah. All right, Jack. All right, Jack. All right, so so actually, let turn. me do a little intro. Um, NBA NBA Finals are tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, we got the Los Angeles Lakers, my guys, my squad, the LA Lakers, King James, Anthony Davis, Alex Caruso. Uh, we <laughs> were playing the. Uh, why are you guys laughing, dude? I, 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 Keep on going. I just saw a funny meme the other day. I just got to add this, and it was a picture of Caruso like in the corner with his arms out and like LeBron dunking or something. And it goes, "Who knew this man would lead us from a terrible team to the NBA Finals within years." I love this man, and it like tagged Alex Caruso. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. He's more than a meme, by the way, but just, just just throwing that in there. Yeah. Uh, versus the Miami Heat, who a lot of people were surprised, or a lot of people are surprised to see this far in, in the playoffs. Um, but you know, the bubble's a different animal, and they you know, they roast the occasion, and 
they're the Eastern Conference champs. Going to square off, square off with the the King. So uh, Jack's going to cover the top five players from both teams, five, top five players in the NBA Finals that we should uh, we should be looking for. Without further ado, right. go ahead. All right. Well, I did top five players in the NBA Finals. That's what I was told. Not top five players from each team, but um, no, that's what he said. No. I, Oh, I thought he said top five players like in general, but I'm just gonna cover that. But oh yeah, top five players in the top five players in general. Okay, okay. Well, number one and number two, I think, are undisputed. Go five, go five, four, go five, four, three. Oh, go five, four. So number five, I think I'm gonna go with Drogic. Okay. Um, I think that that he's done a great job at point guard for the Miami Heat. He's been very, very effective shooting the ball. He's even led them in scoring in quite a few games while just, you know, leading his team. I think he's done a great job at that. Number four, I will put Bam Adebayo. Four, because number one, I mean, I think, you know, he's a big defensive presence for them. He's a big man. He's a big body in the paint for him. And he's he's scored. I mean, I've been looking at statistics. He he led his team in scoring. He's been leading and rebounding. And he's a he's a big presence for the Miami Heat. And Miami Heat are are difficult because they're definitely a a team aspect to their game. But we can get into that later. Number three, Jimmy Butler. He is the veteran or one of the veterans for a young Miami Heat team. I the heart and soul of that team, he's, for sure. Yeah, he's definitely the heart and soul. He hasn't had, like, he had a few dominant games here and there, but, I mean, the fact that he is not getting, like, uh, jealous or anything like that, and he's letting guys score and not taking ridiculous shots and stuff like that, I mean, I'm giving him a lot of props for that. But I think, you know, overall, through the playoffs, he's he's played great. I mean, he's a great player. And then... For the top number two, Anthony Davis. I mean, you know, one of the best big men in the league right now. I mean, you know, you can't dispute that. Um, Him and LeBron trade off on being the best players on the court every game, which obviously, you know, leads into number one being LeBron. I mean, obviously, he's going to rise to the occasion every single time that he needs to, and he does it better than everybody else that's that's in the finals right now. I don't. I don't think there's anybody else that will do it, but LeBron and and uh, Anthony Davis are the two powerhouse scorers for them. They're the ones who are going to dominate a game. So they'll trade off, I think, in games because that's what they've been doing the entire playoffs. When I when you look back, I mean, it's LeBron has a great game, Anthony Davis has a great game, and then it's just a trade off. So I think that those two are definitely the best um, in the in the play. I mean, in the finals. That's that's my take. So Jack, I'm interested. No Tyler yeah. Harrow, your boy. Well, he like I said, the Heat are a like they're a huge team. Like they play they play collectively as a unit. Um, I think that as far as uh Hero goes, though. Um <laughs> uh definitely definitely in that discussion. A little bit a little bit on the lower end though. Maybe so you can argue that it's six. I also seven. have two questions for you guys on matchups. Do you think uh-huh. we'll see Andre Iguodala guarding LeBron? Like, I mean, this is Warriors Cavs kind of rematch there, and that's an interesting matchup. And then we also have Jack's number four and number two 
going head to head with oh yeah, Kentucky boys. You know, in the paint, going at it, and we got basically. I don't know if Anthony Davis is considered a vet yet, but he's one of the best in the leagues going up against one of the best young big men in the league. So what do you guys I'm, – I'm curious because like, – well, Let's see. Those, those are going to be good battles, I feel like. And so, I think Iggy is kind of past his prime. I think he was kind of – I think he, had, he had younger legs, I think, back in 2015 when he won finals MVP. I think, um, I think with Miami, they're just going to put different guys on him. Iggy will definitely be one of them. I think Jay Crowder is going to be a tough matchup for LeBron. That guy's – not afraid to get physical. Tenacious. He's uh, he's an X factor for them. Uh, I think the biggest X factor for Miami has got to be Dragic. But Jay Crowder, if he can get physical with LeBron, get physical with AD if he's guarding him, <laughs> he can frustrate him. And he's going to be one of the better defenders that LeBron's going to see in these in these playoffs. Um, and then uh, you said Bam and Bam and AD. Bam, yeah, uh, Bam it's going to be interesting. I wonder. Um, I don't think. I think Bam is going to take on the challenge of guarding AD. But I think the Lakers have something up their sleeve. I think they might throw Dwight on Bam. I think they might throw JaVale. JaVale might get some minutes a series against Bam. Uh, you know, just put a bigger body. Bam is still like he's not a not seven not a seven foot center. He's like six ten. He's uh you know he's he brings the ball up the court a lot. So he's got a he's very versatile. But we got to match him with somebody stronger. So I think Dwight, who's been playing really well the last uh, in the Denver series. And I, you know, I think AD will get his chance to guard him here and there, but uh, I think the Lakers have something up their sleeve with, uh, with Bam Adebayo. The Lakers definitely have more experience. They got Rondo. They got Dwight, who's played in the finals. They've got LeBron. Um, I don't think the Heat have anybody past. I think they got a lot of experience. They got Dragic, who's 34. Yeah, but I'm into the conference finals. finals. I'm talking finals. Never been to the finals. Yeah. But like we said, it's the bubble, so anything can happen. It's very March yeah. Madnessy. Um, Absolutely. I think what's what's interesting. I want I wanted to bring this up with the hero the hero comment. I think it's going to be more than just you know those five players. Jack, I think you named it. I think you hit it right on the head. Those 100%. top five is it's pretty perfect. Just like just like Ryan's quarterback list. Um, but uh, you know, I think it's going to come down to the other guys. I think if if Rondo can play if Rondo can be playoff Rondo like he was in the Houston series and game one of the Nuggets series, I think the Lakers have the edge. I think if if the Lakers let Duncan Robinson and, and Tyler Hero go crazy from three, I think Miami has an edge. So it's also going to come down to the supporting cast. Because um, no, like I said, like I said, LeBron's going to you know see a lot of bodies with with Iggy and Jay Crowder and uh, Jimmy Butler, and you know and AD's going to see Bam Adebayo. But um, you know, can the other guys step up? Can Caruso continue to be a good role player? Can KCP hit his shots? Can Danny Green show up in a playoff series for once this year? <laughs> it's gonna be a, <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great series. Um, but I'm, I have a question for you guys, and um, and I know you guys are big Jordan heads, and this is gonna, you know, raise some eyebrows. But uh, if LeBron were to win his fourth ring in LA, um, I still, me personally, I would have MJ above LBJ. Uh, but like, how much? closer does the gap close or does lebron actually surpass jordan in the uh goat conversation no and not much closer not much closer no most i think the biggest hit on lebron is the fact that i realize he got hurt and everything like that but the fact that the lakers didn't make the playoffs last year was huge 
Okay. I think I think that's huge on his legacy because the fact that he came in, dismantled an entire young team, brought in a bunch of people, and then now he's now he makes the playoffs and makes a run. I, I honestly don't like it's just like why didn't you try with the younger squad? Because he's you know, he brought in eighty, he brought in arguably the best uh powerful I mean the best big man in the league to his team. Mm-hmm. Like I I I just don't think that that helps him in saying, "Oh, he's better than jo- better than Jordan." I think he stays below Jordan, and it's not, and it doesn't help him in his case that much. I gotta, I gotta agree with Jack here. I think Jordan will always be number one. Like, we're never gonna see a player like Jordan. Um, a lot of people our age too obviously didn't get to really see Jordan in his prime, and so like. I feel like unless you actually watch Jordan's highlights and actually watch like old games and stuff, like you just can't know how great he really was, which is why people our age more so are like, no, LeBron's better. Jordan is better. And I don't think LeBron winning this finals puts him much closer. It puts him maybe one or two steps closer, but I just don't think he he's does he okay well, i think we're all in agreement but does well, he like does he solidify his spot as number two three championships um, in three different cities four championships total but then I you can also be like yes and no and like i also kind of want to touch on jack's spot with like bringing in ad like a lot of people argue jordan had pippen um jordan didn't go out and recruit pippen okay like yeah. they drafted pippen and he helped Pippen grow to the player that he is today. LeBron has never once helped grow another player to become a Hall of Fame player. He's the only way he's won is when he paired up with already future Hall of Famers. And like Chris Bosch is definitely arguable that he will be in the Hall of Fame before his heart problem. Okay. So I think that knocks LeBron too. And like I'm not saying that like obviously Pippen was a Hall of Fame player. Like he, the two of them were the best duo to ever mm-hmm. play together. Um, but I think that that also kind of knocks him in the sense of like, okay, you can make the argument that they both had help. Like Jordan didn't necessarily do it alone, but Jordan didn't go out and recruit the best players in the NBA so that he can win a championship. Like basically, totally basically what Kevin Durant did was like the backwards thing of what LeBron has done in his career. Kevin Durant went to the talent where LeBron just took the talent in a sense, in a sense. Well, LeBron went to the talent. He went to the Miami Heat where he well, went Bosch wasn't Miami. there though. So the three of them came together. That's LeBron true. and Bosch left where like if LeBron would have gone to like the Warriors, we would basically be saying because like it's pretty undisputed that Kevin Durant is the second best player in the league when healthy. And, number one, but yeah, <laughs> or, or number one. So, I mean, we'd be if LeBron made that move. Like, I don't know. It's just like weird because it's like it's a different situation, but it's similar in its own ways because Kevin Durant like went to the talent. LeBron just like took the talent from other teams, and like Jordan just like I'm developed. Sure yeah, developed the talent next to him and grew him. And like, yeah, of course, Pippen helped Jordan become. Jordan, but Jordan really is the one who made Pippen Pippen. So yeah, a lot of storylines going into this uh, going into this series. Of course, LeBron going up against his former coach and his former franchise. So what do you think? Interesting. I hope we get it done. So yeah, my, yeah, I was just gonna ask that question. What do you think if he loses? I'm assuming CJ, you were about to ask that. 
Oh no, I wasn't going to ask that because we're not going to lose a series. But um, well, <laughs> if he well, loses, they're, they're, they're if he loses, good, it's definitely, of course, it's going to look bad because everybody. Also, I was gonna say also everybody, like Miami's like, also Miami's, Miami's like one of those like teams like the eleven two thousand eleven Mavericks, twenty nineteen Raptors, who was just really built for the playoffs that year. Um, How many games? Yeah, do you yeah, I was going to ask that question. I say the Lakers are going to win in six. That's fair. I was going to say yeah. six or seven. Oh, interesting. I think the, I think the Heat are taking this. They're the oh, wow. Team. They're the better overall team. Okay, how many in how many games? Uh, Let's go six. They got better players, but, you know, every single series that the Lakers have gotten. The, the thing is for the Lakers, the Lakers have two people that are the dominant scorers and the dominant players. The Heat have – a bunch of options. They even had a rookie. Okay, yeah, I was gonna get on. I was gonna let me get to that. Thirty-seven. They have so many more options. They have so much talent. I don't think the Lakers have that. Let me get the, to that. The Heat, I watched every Laker game. Let me, let me, and that is. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm explaining myself right now, man. Right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You, I'm explaining myself. The Heat play as a as a unit, a cohesive unit, and they look amazing. They look incredible they they just dis, they dismantled they destroyed they destroyed the bucks and the celtics man and those were teams that people were like we're definitely going to make the finals and they dismantled them it, they did it just they've only lost a couple games i think they've only lost yeah like four games in the playoffs or something like that um but let me get to so, my point lakers uh yeah i mean i actually i as a laker fan this is going to sound weird but i actually hate the way they they play well especially when they lose games it's it looks like they're the most disorganized team out of uh, 30 NBA teams. But um, like I got to, you know, you got to tip your hat to how good of a coach, how underrated of a coach, I should say, Frank Vogel is. The guys' defensive game plans are actually uh, pretty impressive. The fact that, you know, they were able to wear down Dame in Series 1, wear down James Harden and Westbrook in Series it's 2. hard. Come on. <laughs> the ball in Series 2. Every, won every single series, every single series that hey, listen, Dame and, and listen, James Harden face, they worn themselves down. They you gentlemen like swept you act three like teams. They swept. Swept. I've never heard that term before. Is that four one, one? even five four games one. in three series, and that's pretty. I mean, it's a pretty. It's been okay, a pretty against, uh, against the Blazers. I mean, come on, the Blazers, the hottest team in the league. Oh, come on, the Blazers are booty. The bla- the Blazers are terrible, man. They were the hottest they, team in the league at one point. It doesn't matter. And then, Whatever. I mean, come on, come on, the Rockets. You have you have the choke artists of the league, Russell Westbrook and James Harden. You're gonna say that that's like a big a big win? Are you kidding? They were playing really James well Harden, going into that. Into, it doesn't into that. matter. James they won Harden, game one. Who cares? That's one game. Denver? Okay, let's be Denver. Forward. The ultimate team ball team of the West. Explain that. The one. ultimate team ball team of the West? Yeah. They had a what lot about of pieces. Them? They ran they out of a lot of pieces. They ran out of gas. They did three. They played, they played two seven-game series coming back three to one. They ran out of gas. I said what I said. Lakers I, I, that, I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I, I'm, I <laughs> the, heat, the Heat are winning. The Heat are 100. I just think I just think the, I just think the Lakers, Lakers will be prepared. In how many to, games, Chad? In how many games? In six games. In six, six? games. The Heat are taking it. The Heat are taking it. The oh, Heat man. are taking it. The God, Heat are taking the gold. Going to Vegas with that? How confident are you? Going into Vegas with that? I will put a thousand dollars on it. Oh. 
Oh, you heard. I have to do a side bit off podcast, but Jack is in it to win it. Okay. I believe in the Heat. I believe in the Heat. I I believe in them. I think they're great. I don't think the Lakers have enough depth to be able to beat a full unit of a team. Um, So, with that being said, that's what I said. All right. So let's get into our last. uh, (laughs) Let's get into our last top five. uh, Top five Tuesday segment. uh, Top five Tuesday list. And uh, I'm gonna let you guys go first because I still have to think about mine. But. uh, Top five artists on your Spotify or Apple Music right now. Let's start off with Ryan. Let's hear it. Uh, so I don't have a specific, I mean, top five list on Spotify, but I will tell you right now the people that I am listening uh, the most to and have been vibing with. So for those of you that don't know, I have a very wide range of music tastes. I honestly pretty much like everything except for EDM. Uh, okay. All right. My my we'll go two of the more like hip-hop r&b rap whatever you want to call it um right now we've got quinn um loving what he's been putting out lately uh really good music chill vibes all that type of stuff um i honestly i used to have drake on the list i still have drake on the list but if we're talking like a recent you know top five people that i've been playing on the daily um, I haven't been listening to him that much lately for some reason. Um, but then we also got Bryce Vine. Been throwing it back. Uh, love his music. Love his vibes in the music. Just kind of like summer. I don't know. Pick you up. Relatable. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. It's just it's for some reason it's good music. I've never uh, heard of these guys before. But you <laughs> continue. <laughs> Quinn. I have. I have. I have. Yeah. I was about to say. Heard what, one song. One song. Bryce Vine. Okay. Well, anyways. Uh, then we're going to go, uh, to, to the country music side of me that I love, um, very deeply. Um, and been listening to a lot of Morgan Wallen lately. Very excited for his new album. That's going to be coming out soon. Uh, it's got a deep country boy. Also been listening to some old dominion lately, um, which has been, Ooh. yeah, old dominion. Describe, been- describe, the sound. describe the country. Like, cause I'm not familiar with these artists, but describe like the last two guys that you so in in what way describe like, their sound like their sound like what kind of what kind of vibes do they give off what kind of a uh they i mean they give off good vibes like i feel like country is starting to move i don't want to say like pop but like a lot of people are starting to call common country now like pop country because it's not like like these are oh, not artists that are like the dan and shay and the, about, uh, yeah like these are, these are not people talking about like tractors and stuff like okay. uh you know like deep like, I don't know, like super old classic country. Um, I guess it's more modern stuff. Um, but yeah, they give off just like good, good chill vibes. I like country music, especially like when you're just kind of like hanging out, like sitting outside, like whatever the case is. Um, so those guys are definitely, definitely on the listen to it for the ladies. Something funny. Uh, what? We'll put this on the podcast. So coach Steve, <laughs> Steve Scoggin back in the day. Uh, I think it was, yeah, it was uh, our JV, mine and Jack's uh, sophomore year. So when we were on JV um, and I was in my sling for my shoulder surgery for when I injured it playing football and um, we were, we were watching like warmups and they were playing music in, in the loud screen. And I would say like, that was 
that was like the year before I started getting into country. Maybe I just started to, but like I really didn't listen to it. But it was like I think it was the year before I started getting into country, or like two year year or two. Like I think I, I don't know, whatever. Um, and he asked me what type of music I like, and I was like, oh, like I mean, hip hop, rap, like all the stuff that was kind of in then. And he goes, no country. And I was like, no, kind of laughed. He's like, and he's like, God, you gotta like a little bit of country. And I was like, why? He's like, because the ladies love country. You always gotta like a little bit of country. And I just laughing so hard. But yeah, that was just a funny story to share about. Steve, Steve Loki puts you on the country. Nah, come on, a little bit, a little bit. That, yeah. It sticks to your mind. It sticks in your mind. It sticks in your mind. I, I definitely country, country, country is definitely something that you grow into liking. Okay. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, I, I used to hate country, but I, I I vibe with it. I I'm I don't listen to it all the time, but I definitely like listening to it every once in a while. Yeah. I was listening. I was actually listening to it today. Some Danny Shay, oh, some, Sam Hunt, some Rascal Flats, some of the you know. Rascal like the first layer of country the first layer i also love post malone i don't know dude like it's hard like to get a fifth person in there like it's hard right now just because like i don't know anybody I, I listen to a wide to range wide range of people um i i'm a big fan of keith urban too love okay. keith urban that's the long-haired guy right yeah it's a long-haired guy I have I don't know why, but I think I, I started liking Keith Urban a lot more because when I went when Oregon was in the Final Four sophomore year, oh you uh, saw him live when I was in college I saw him live and like it was oh. dude it was one of the funnest concerts I've ever been to in my life. And some nostalgic, some personal. I think there's some like personal like nostalgic stuff there. So I, I'll put Keith Urban in top five too. But yeah, so we got a little bit of country, a little bit of hip hop, you know, all that stuff. A little bit of country, you got it. No, ladies. I, I like I like it all. So he likes all types of music. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> all right, right, all right, Jack. Let's hear it. Could you actually go next? I'm gonna have to move right, in I'll a second. First. And okay. All right. So uh I don't have like a I'm not gonna give you a a top five on a top five Tuesday, which makes no sense. But I'm gonna give you five artists that I'm listening to a lot of right now. Uh gotta keep gotta have Drake in there. Um Death Taxes and Drake will always be somehow find his way in my uh Number one artist on what type of Drake are you vibing with right now? Like any type of Drake. I'm listening to like old Drake, old Drake, like the R and B, R and B Drake. Views and anything before views. So like you know, everything was the same. My personal favorite project was got to be everything. uh, Views actually. What's Um, his? uh, Oh, what's that one album? Definitely underrated. You like Scorpion? Underrated album. No, Scorpion was good. Nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. And then the, the mixtape too was pretty good too. Take care, uh, take care is definitely up there too. I was kind of too young. I was, like, I was an eighth grader for Take Care, so I was like, yeah. didn't really love his, didn't really vibe to his music as much back then. Uh, number four, R&B Drake definitely way more than than hype. To a lot of uh, Corday, so Corday was a UCI a visitor last year, um, so I got to see him live. So some nostalgia, so some nostalgia, but also his music's really good. Some feel good music. Um, <laughs> Just pure rap, not not rapping about you know um, things that you know you can't really like relate to it because like strippers and drugs. <laughs> so it's mostly just <laughs> it, he raps about like his life and it, it it's 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 good vibes, I guess. Uh, I'm listening to a lot of uh, Lil Baby. Lil Baby's cool. That's just like for hype music, for for uh, you know working out for. Yeah, I've been that, working out. That album you put together for me and Jack, I listen to when I work out. It's like all Polo G, Lil, 
Little Baby, all that. Yeah, it's a good album. So that's three artists right Art. there. I'm going to throw in Pop Smoke. I think his music is super layered. Um, he actually sings a lot. He calls it RNG, you know, rhythm and gangster. So I, uh, you know, I got to appreciate that. He has a lot of, he, he samples a lot of old like R&B songs that I, that I listen to. So um, yeah, it's, it's actually a pretty good sound. I wasn't really impressed at first, but it's actually pretty good. And at number five, uh, Polo G is probably going to be my artist of the year, actually. Um, we actually share the same birthday. So I feel like uh, there's some connection there. January 6th. <laughs> no but his music is actually really good uh he rap he just straight up raps he does not like what's your favorite song from him i really like martin uh, gina martin gina and i know and i just like the guitar vibe the guitar and piano is super cool so um you know i really like i listen to like that album probably like once every two days nice. so it's a good project it's, it's a really good album you threw it on the, also the workout playlist so I, yeah i threw it on jack and ryan's i made a mixtape for jack and jack and ryan so uh, I'm, I'm putting them on I also like uh, this is off rec, not my top five, but I also like. What was I gonna say? Uh, first of all, if you guys haven't listened to the Hamilton soundtrack, you gotta listen to the Hamilton soundtrack. It's it's low key, it's so interesting. Really, I've been listening. To I've been listening to that. That might sneak its way into my top five artists. Hamilton, so yeah, dude. We'll have, we'll have to do like probably would make. It. We'll have to do an updated top five. Uh, <laughs> music list in like two months and see if anything's changed is anybody yeah, dropping I mean, the album soon or oh, like that's what i was gonna say actually 21 savage drops an album on friday oh his last project was super good so uh i'm excited yeah so, so let me actually this came i saw this i saw this on twitter today uh morgan freeman actually narrated the trailer for his album wow and they say it's like one of the top boss moves anybody can make so that's, that's all morgan I mean, freeman's always good at narrating so dude, it's gonna be a free fire album if that's that's all i need to know yeah morgan freeman in 21 Oof. all right all right back sorry boys i was moving but i'm back now <laughs> you're all good yeah so is it my turn sure hit us with the top five all right top five right now at number five, I, I don't know why, but all of a sudden, I've been listening to a lot of Frank Ocean. Like, a lot oh, of wow. simp. So, what? Hey, you're a simp. I'm a what? Simp. <laughs> hey, sad boy. No simp September. Come on. No simp September, Jack. All right, go ahead. Continue. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Just just disrespect to great artists, you know? That's fine. No, Frank, Ocean, um, Frank Ocean's a legend. He is a legend. A lot of I've been listening to Ivy. Well, it's a more blonde, so I've been listening to Ivy. Self control. Godspeed. Godspeed. Well, Godspeed. Yeah, Godspeed's on blonde. But uh, been listening to him a lot. Wait, wait, wait! I've never heard of Ivy. What kind of music is it? No, Ivy's the no, no. That's the song. Oh, that's one of the that's one of the songs I've been listening to a lot. Keeping that on record, by the way. Good. <laughs> All right, um, and then at number four, for, uh, Jack Johnson. You know, oh, got to keep, okay. got to keep that summer vibe going. That's chill. Just that was actually super driving, surprising. driving down PCH, listening to some banana pancakes. You know, nice. Some sitting, waiting, wishing. I mean, come on, like how how could you not? When you're in Orange County, you kind of got to listen to Jack Johnson. You know, that's all I'm saying. Jack hitting those beat and, vibes. And then an artist that I've been listening to a little bit more because he's got an album coming out soon. CJ forgot to mention him, but it's Bryson Tiller. 
I'll, so, I'll, I'll still be waiting for that album, by the way. I'll still be I, waiting it's, for that it's, album. It's supposed to come out on, on October 2nd, I think. So, I mean, Friday? This yeah, week? I, I want to say, I want to, I should double check that. But obviously, yeah, listen, a lot of Trap Soul. Like, I've been putting that album on repeat. Um, I mean, I mean, come on. Trap Soul is one of the greatest albums ever. Hands but, down. He's so far, well, hold up. He so far, he's got Frank, Super Slow. Jack Johnson, super slow and vibey, uh, and then Bryson. So like pretty versatile, but kind of the same. You know what I mean? Kind of the same. And then my number two is matching up with Mr. Eisendrath here and Bryce Vine. I recently discovered he released Problems, his new EP. So I've been listening to that a lot. Oh my gosh, it's so what, good. What's your uh, What's your favorite song on the EP? I don't know because I like Fireside because it's nice and slow. Fireside. But I also like I kind of like Strawberry. Wait, is it Strawberry Water? No, wait. Um, it's uh, um, uh, Strawberry. Oh, I'm forgetting now. That's strawberry Water. Cool. Yeah, it's Strawberry Water. Yeah, it is. It is okay. Um, that song also is really good. And then Problems, the the name of the album yeah. or EP, Problems is good. I don't know. All of them are good. Oh yeah, I agree with that. But. You know, obviously, he's really known for uh, La La Land. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now, now it's familiar. And then Drew right. Barrymore and stuff like Drew that. Drew Barrymore yeah. is really good. Honestly, if he's kind of like another Orange County vibe guy. You know, you kind of got to listen to him when you're in Orange County. He's re- he's got great songs. Sour Patch but, Kids as well, CJ. Have you heard of that number? <laughs> I'm listen after this. Don't worry, I'm gonna listen after this. Right. Okay, but he he's definitely somebody you gotta play when you're going to the beach, 100. Okay. And then at number one, the greatest logic lit artist. Shut up, the greatest artist <laughs> this the earth has ever seen. Eminem. Oh, wait, I know who it is. Kanye West. Kanye. Yeah. yeah, we should have known that. Yeah, we should have known that. Uh, I should have said that. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm listening. This to man is always a vibe. Favorite always. song from Kanye. Go. Yeah, favorite. We should do a top. We'll do, that is, we'll do that it. is impossible. That is we'll impossible. do a top five like Kanye song. Because he has, <laughs> I, he has different moods. It's all a different mood. Like if I'm sad, I'm gonna throw on 808s and Heartbreak. If I'm hype, I'm gonna throw on the life of Pablo and Yeezus. Like if I want to just chill, I'm gonna throw on Yay and Kids See Ghosts. Like my gosh, man. My Ooh. favorite one. My favorite Kanye song is when he paired up with Lupe. On graduation, dude. Graduation. Oh, I was just about to say graduation might be my favorite Kanye song. Oh, it's the album. But, it's but no. There's a song called Graduation. Oh, is there? Yeah. Or no. Sorry, it's called Good Morning. But it it's Good Morning. Okay, okay, okay. No, mine is Touch the Sky. Touch the Sky with Lupe is my favorite Kanye. Touch the Sky is good. But we'll do a top five Tuesday on uh, on Kanye for sure. <laughs> I'm I don't know. Because like, oh man, top song. Because it could be like. Honestly, I have no idea. Dude, did That's you like guys did you guys listen to Good Morning when you guys graduated? I absolutely. I listened to Good Morning every morning. Oh yeah. I was blasting. I was in the car. I was just like blasting on site because I was so hyped. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know on site? Oh, know? I know that song. That's yeah. I've heard you. I've heard That's you scream some stupid insanities. story. <laughs> <with> no <insane. laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh wait, well, I played uh, it for you, right, CJ? Yeah, you have. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard yeah you I did. screamed it in my face, actually. 
But uh, <laughs> that's going to do it for uh, Top 5 Tuesday. It's actually our very first episode as well as our very first Top 5 Tuesday. So thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we're going to continue to put out more Top 5 Tuesdays in the future. Um, and for the playing rotation, CJ, Jack, and Ryan, that's our wrap. See ya.